Hello everyone, welcome back to Cinema Gems, and as always, I'm your host, the Admirable Admiral, and as always, we're in a video store somewhere in your hometown, so come find us. Yes, video stores still exist, and of course, you're, you're wondering, wait, we, but it's just you talking. Of course, the Honorable Tesla's here, chewing on Jackalo Bantler, and Frida, the fantastic one, is of course demanding pets, as always. And guys, as always... It's Star Wars World Day slash Life Day, and we decided the Butt Maestro wants us to talk about Andor, and I was like, oh, I thought we were already talking about Andor. Butt Maestro, how do you feel about Andor? Star Wars is great, let's all talk about it now. I'm very excited to make this another Cinema Gems Star Wars episode, and hi everyone welcome back to cinema gems we are another show on the internet where a bunch of opinionated nerds talk about the shit they love and more often than not that happens to be movie or tv centric so welcome back it's us again we're talking about star wars again so buckle the fuck up <laughs> yes um and actually we did discuss this before we started recording um that we're gonna do we're gonna talk uh uh, like arcs for the first season of Andor. So, uh, yeah, we, anytime we review a show, we kind of play around with the format of how to discuss it, uh, and how to categorize certain events in the show to make it easier to talk about in one sitting. Um, sometimes that works episode by episode. Uh, in the case of Andor, we're going to talk about it, 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 split it up into arcs. Uh, and I think what we agreed on is there's four very cohesive arcs yes. in this show. Split up by about three to four episodes at a time. Yeah, so you um, just want to dive now, on in? Uh, we can dive on in. Uh, th this show has been pointed out by a lot of Star Wars fans. as it, This show's been a little bit divisive. You have a lot of Star Wars fans, like myself, saying wow, this is some of the best Star Wars to ever be made. Uh, and you have a lot of other Star Wars fans who are very impatient, uh, who don't like the fact that this dramatic storytelling is very much a slow burn. Uh, you get details as you need them, and you have a lot of threads and a lot of moving pieces and a lot of characters' names and faces to memorize, or at least attempt to. Some easier than others. Um... And in true Game of Thrones fashion, uh, you know, you fall in love with a character and they immediately get fucking killed off. Yeah. Like, that adds a whole lot more stakes to this than most Star Wars content, I'll be honest. But yeah, jumping right into the very first arc, uh, starting with episode one, Casa, going through episode three, Reckoning, we're calling this the Cassian setting up his fate. Uh, yeah, so, 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 so do you want to talk about, um, Binks? She is so, gorgeous. Essentially, these, these three episodes center around Cassian, uh, trying to find his sister, uh, because he is, um, where, where's the name of that frickin' planet? Um, he is from Kanari, uh, which... When we, when we see the flashbacks, it's a very technology-primitive uh, race. Uh, very reminiscent of Native Americans or Mayans or mm -hmm. ancient civilizations. 
Um, and Imperials fuck everything up, like they always do. Uh, so grown-up Cassian is looking for his sister and bumps into a bunch of guards and ends up accidentally killing him. And that kind of I don't think sets accident. a really bad... I don't think it was an accident. I think the first the one... The first one was an yeah. accident. The first one, he was just, like, in self-defense trying to, like, parry the gun away. The second one was a full-on execution. Yep. Of no witnesses. Yeah. What What started as an accident, he fully committed and was like, well, I fucked up this much. Uh, can't have any witnesses. Bam. Uh, and then so they go back from the to... first 10 minutes of the first episode, we are reminded of the same thing that we saw in Rogue One. That Cassian, when put under pressure, is fucking merciless. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Uh, yeah, absolutely fucking ruthless. And then you want to talk about his mom? Who's a complete opposite character of last week's episode where we reviewed Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Complete opposite. Yeah. His, his adopted mom, where he gets the name Andor. Yes. Um, played by uh, uh, Petunia Dursley. Exactly. Complete opposite end of the spectrum from last week's episode. She's great. I fucking loved her in this. She was exactly the voice of reason and calm that Cassian needed. Uh, but also the, the, the voice of just pure unconditional love. And that was so goddamn wholesome. And like you said, complete 180 from Petunia Dursley. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, she actually cares about this um, uh, adopted um, person that she has living in her house. Not one that was basically thrusted upon her and she feels obligated to take care of it because of... Well, that was last week's episode. We're here to talk about this week's episode. We're here to talk about Andor. Not the Harry Potter saga and how... Things don't make sense. So, yeah. Cassian kills those two guards. He goes home. Runs away. He goes home. The private security force that is not Imperial, but is kind of Imperial adjacent. It's the Empire outsourcing their work without having to, like, really delegate that much effort. Um, There's this one dude that works for this private security force that when these two other guards get fucking murdered and his superior is like you know what this doesn't matter we're just gonna brush it under the rug it's not worth investigating he's all like uh fuck that two of our dudes got killed we're gonna investigate it all hands on deck i don't care if i need your approval or not um this character cyril might be the most tragic character in the whole fucking show yeah like i keep flip-flopping between hating him but also feeling bad for him he he is putting so much effort and dedication and loyalty into a huge machine that does not give a shit about him no he cares about this is the tragedy i was just going to say that he cares about uh truth and justice that's all he cares about he cares about he cares about he cares about order mm-hmm um, I don't know about justice. I don't know about truth. I think he cares more about basically trying to get Andor. That's what he really mainly wants. Andor is his nemesis. Andor is his nemesis, but it's also symbolic of this is how he gets his start 
as someone who is so blindly dedicated to a, like I said, a machine that does not give a shit about him. Yeah. Um, and we see more of that later on. Um, so that all culminates in him putting together a little squad to go after Cassian on the home world where his adopted mom is and all his friends are. Which, by the way, Cassian got this cool Imperial gadget that he's telling his friend, Bix, who I'm guess is, guessing is a mechanic, with an accidental contact to the black market. What she doesn't know is that this black market contact is actually trying to single-handedly fund the rebellion. Uh, from within the You Empire. want to talk about how amazing she is? And how I am so upset that the Empire hurt her mentally and physically? How dare you harm It sounds how, like you want to talk about that. How dare they harm a head on her? She is not only gorgeous, but she is has the will and spontaneity to do the right thing. And to care about things. And to care about how it should be done. She's an amazing character. Are, are, we, are we seeing any common threads here? Are we seeing maybe a motif of the Empire ruining good people's lives? All I gotta say is, she's gorgeous. Maybe. She's gorgeous. Um, all of that chaos brings us into the next arc the Aldani arc. Now this starts off when Cassian gets off of his adopted mom's home planet uh, and gives the Imperial gadget that he found to... He doesn't give it. He doesn't give it. It's broken. It's broken. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, And Luthen, played by Bootstrap Uh, Bill. Luthen's like, you've got spunk, kid. Uh, And hires Andor, hires Cassian to be... uh, part of a crew on a mission that he doesn't tell him much about just that it's a big robbery a bootstrap bill he tells him what exactly he's robbing bootstrap yeah. bill yeah yeah bootstrap, yeah, bootstrap bill. bill's like hey go do this thing for me here's a here's a diamond here's a here's a heart uh here's a kyber crystal um keep it it's worth ten ten thousand credits uh keep it and if you know if if i fuck it up and you're done you can keep it. If not, give it back to me, and that's a solid payment. So he's like, all right. So he goes off, and he hangs out with these people for, like, weeks. Luthen leaves and goes back to Coruscant. And I love that we get to see Coruscant, like, actually be Coruscant. I love that we get to see the, yes. you know, the upper echelons. The inner workings of the higher-up politics of the Empire slash the relics of the Republic that are still trying to kind of hold on. Did you... A.K.A. Mon Mothma. Yeah, did you like looking at the, uh, all the screen... Uh, well, I looked up afterwards because I was watching it with Patron and she's not a big enough Star Wars nerd as I am. But I went in back and I looked at all, like, the people took screenshots of his, like, you know, where all, all the relics were. Holy shit. There was a his shit ton of yeah, cool his, stuff. His, in his there. art shop. Like, damn. Yeah, including Sith and yes. Jedi holocron. How is that possible? What are you doing? Which it's it's insane to me that such force sensitive items are just sitting in a museum. Well, it belongs in a museum. 
it belongs in the Jedi archives, but the Jedi archives have been destroyed. And that's why that's why Han Solo would show um, up. It belongs in a museum. Yep. <laughs> so we get the episodes Aldani, the Axe Forgets, and the Eye. This is all about Cassian joining up with this little group of rebel insurgents, uh, and to find out that they are infiltrating a imperial base. Uh, that is essentially the safe, the bank, the savings, the Fort Knox of a lot of Imperial higher-ups. In fact, it's where they keep the cash for the government funding yeah. to pay every government employee. Uh, and they just break straight the But I also in. love that they talk about... Uh, and we see there's a mole on the inside. I also love that they actually uh, underlying that... Uh, underlying that, uh, they actually have where it's uh, kind of a native culture that just wants to see the, you know, the, the yeah, the celestial the shooting stars being and all that. And I like how the Empire is like, let's just, just watch them. They're gonna get fucking weird, but just watch them. And I'm like, oh, it's the Aurora Onoeyalis. Wow. Wow, the Honorable Tesla is given given the mic a death stare. Just crickets. I love. It's like. Wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so basically, breaks out. Uh, everyone dies except for like three people. Well, four, and then Andor kills yeah. one of them, um, including my fucking favorite character in this show. One of my favorite characters in this show. Um, I'm trying to look for their name. It's not Clem, because Clem is the name that he takes as a pseudonym. Um, uh, Sheen... Oh, no, it's... Um, Nemec. Nemec is the one that wrote the manifesto. Mm -hmm. And some of my favorite parts of this show are just the philosophical conversations between Nemec and Cassian. About how they're like, what makes you different? Uh, because I love Nemec's manifesto. I love everything he's talking about, about the, the Empire doesn't care, but they will care because a strike from below hurts a lot more than a strike yeah. from above. It makes me want to go, hey, corporate, have you seen A Bug's Life? Whopper Jack's references. <laughs> but, but first of all, um, we have to... We have but to don't, talk about. Don't say the U we have word, to talk though. about Bimo. You see. Oh, B. See, you're you, right. You we call him. Talked about you call B. him B. He's adorable. I think he should be emo. Little emo, because he's all sad, and he's hurt a lot. I know, but I. F no, they call him B. But he's I feel like B. his his little busy B. His nickname on our show should be emo. Little emo. He's little emo. Come on, he's sad. He's sad. Okay, little emo. He's kind of quiet. He gets nervous when he talks. He's a little emo. He's a little emo. Um, he's he's just got a little stutter, and he's fine. Like he's his programming's a little bit old, and he desperately needs a software update. But they haven't been on Wi-Fi in like a decade, so no software update available. It's fine. He's oh, fine. He's perfectly um, but, functional. Uh, so after the. After all the breakout, we get to see the little kid that died. 
uh, because he wasn't he, they didn't properly install, so he got basically internally bleeding damage. Everyone else died, even the um, the mole for uh, the mole in the imp- in the empire died. Yeah, the the guy who has been working uh, helping them from the inside as the second in command to the head of this facility, and I fucking love his line. Uh, as as the dude realizes, oh my god, it's been you this whole time. You're behind all this, and he's like, oh, what does the imperial say? You'll hang for this. Uh, and the mole straight up turns them like seven years under you. I yep. deserve worse. I'm just like, wow. <laughs> like he's fully aware being, being a representative of the empire, uh, and having an indigenous people under your thumb is slimy yeah. and gross yeah. and uh, fucking and then, despicable. Uh, Andor kills, uh, the philosophical guy, uh, while they're talking about, the no not the philosophical guy that's a different guy he he kills the guy who almost tried to kill cassian two episodes ago that that's the guy who is all like yeah i'm all in this for myself my whole life i've only ever known being in the pit and climbing who was also watched bear he's in Uh, bear and that's just the way of life he's in bear yeah, that's the same guy. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. Um, He's a good actor. They so got then, nothing but good actors. Uh, he for basically plays the same character in Bear. Um, uh, and then after that, uh, Cassian gets Cassian traded trades the Imperial credits for the uh, the necklace uh, and runs away to a beach planet, and um, he gets kind of. Like profile, yeah, not kind of straight up profile. Um, v- very much profile. He was not doing anything wrong whatsoever. Hey, you random citizen, why are you standing there? You look sus. Come with me. You're under arrest. Oh, that's six years. No trial. No nothing. No ability to defend himself at all. Just straight to jail for existing. And did you also Fuck. catch the... Uh, Fuck the Empire. Uh, was that still Alan Tudyk doing the voice of uh, the robot? Uh, I think so. Uh, uh, yeah. Because I knew he was going to show up in season two. Spoiler alert, he's not in, se- he's not in season one. Spoiler alert, sorry. Um, if you're holding off for also him, he's not in. This is an hour, about an hour long, Cinema Gems is about an hour long show. We're attempting to talk about a show that has 12 hours worth of content. We're going to do our best to boil it down to a short amount of time. But please know, we're going to miss a lot of little plot points that are actually pretty important. Because we just don't have time to talk about all of them. Uh, Because this show is dense with characters and plot points and like i said a lot of moving parts we're gonna miss a few things uh we haven't really been able to talk about mon mothma yet and her uh kind of attempt at using her funds to fund the rebellion as well and i think she knows about luthan but kind of from a distance okay see i thought you were gonna be like it's because we don't get paid to review shows and i was like yeah we do this out the kindness of our heart for the internet and also for me and you to talk about it (laughs) yeah mostly mostly. it's therapeutic for the both of us to actually talk about this 
this is this is our way of justifying us calling each other every week for an hour or two and just ranting about the nerdy shit we love we just record yep. it like same exact thing as uh mythical josh doing his last meal series i'm convinced that is his way of filming his dinner dates with famous with hot famous people okay gotta check that out watch the newest episode with call me chris and tell me i'm wrong um all right <laughs> that that has big first uh, energy. Well, I'll have to check that out. But uh, basically, he gets arrested uh, six years, um, and I love how he's like, "I wasn't, I didn't do anything wrong." And he's like, "Take it up with the emperor." And I was like, "Wow, are we gonna get the emperor in this in this show?" I was, I really wanted the emperor in the show, but it's whatever. Did it. It's lower grounds. It's more down on the bottom. It's more the lower levels of the empire, which I like. To the point that we don't see any Force-sensitive individuals in the show. There are no lightsabers, no Jedi, no Sith. It's all bureaucracy and normal people dealing with bureaucracy. I love that you're and like... And being uh, fucking sick of it. I love that you, you basically had a bureaucracy sandwich. You're like, it's bureaucracy and normal people dealing with bureaucracy. That's it. That's all it is. So that's essentially what it is. Yeah. Essentially. Pretty much. Um, so... Um, so in this prison arc, we get to meet. Do you want to talk about him, or do you want me to talk about Andy Serkis <sighs> being the standout performance of this fucking show? Gollum? Fucking Gollum, man! Fucking Gollum being oh, amazing. Oh, I lost you. And being using his voice not only to just—they could have animated. They could have had anyone else play, but they picked a person that does mocap so much that knows how to steal the spotlight from actors and to get him to come back and do yeah. another part in star wars yes he was snoke yes he was underutilized as snoke yes we all know that but look who cares he's back he's in a new star wars series okay he's not in it for long that we know of but look I don't hear anyone complaining about andy circus's performance in this show and rightfully so because every second he is on screen, he's just filled with determination uh, and passion and compassion for other people around him. Uh, and the end of the episode, Nobody's Listening, where he and Cassian take care of the old guy on their lane. Which, by the way, they're in a prison factory building parts for the Death Star. Yeah. And nobody in case wants to y'all didn't catch that. Nobody wants to. Want, nobody realizes that they they're keeping what they're building for as secret as possible. All they know is they have to keep cranking out these parts as fast as they can. Uh, and one of the older guys on their lane uh, is having some problems. Turns out he's having a major fucking stroke, and his brain is melting from the inside. Because uh, that's what happens when you don't take care of people. Um, and while the medic is talking to them about that, he's also informing them, oh, yeah, there was a full-on riot on another level because one dude whose sentence was done, who like, should have been released, was just transferred to another lane. And when everyone found out about it, the guards fucking just killed, murdered yeah. them all. 
which means no one is getting out of this prison. It means their sentences, their time served, means nothing. And naturally, when a bunch of prisoners who think they're working their way out realize they can't work their way out, they're trapped there forever, alright, fuck this place, we're out. Uh, and no way, one way out is just... I've, I've rewatched it three times. That's my favorite episode. Yeah, same. It's just so the fucking good. When, when he looks oh. at Andor and says... I can't swim. That's what I was told. I was talking to Patron about. With a smile, with a fucking smile on his face, I can't yeah. swim, because he's just so happy for everyone around him that got out, that he doesn't let that awful fact sink in that he's not making out of this well, alive. That, and that's, and you do see it on his face before it cuts away, but. Fuck, Andy Circus. My God. And that's God. why I think that that was really hard for him to get that speech out of himself. That's why Andor had to push him because he knew that he couldn't swim. But he was like, well, I have to get everyone else off this except me. He knew, he knew from that. I mean, I'm not saying One he knew because it was his body. One but way out. That's why it was One so hard for him out. to get that speech out of himself. Is because he knew, he's like, well, I'm going to die here, but I want everyone else to live. Again, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or the one. And that's or why I think he does such a fucking phenomenal job. And God damn it, I teared up when he says, I can't swim. I'm like, are you fucking serious? God damn it, Disney. God damn it. Uh, so... That brings us to the last arc of this series. Now, before we can get into the last arc of this series, we have to talk about Deidre Miro, uh, who is an up-and-coming um, Imperial intelligence officer working hand-in-hand -hand with uh, the fucking evil yep. maester from that the end of Game of Thrones. Is it a Qu Quyburn? Is it Quyburn? Yeah, that motherfucker. Okay. Yeah, fucking Maester Quyburn. Uh, he's gross. Um, and his character in this is still pretty gross, but maybe not as blatantly gross. But he is definitely a puppet for yep. the Empire. And a puppeteer for the Empire as well. Uh, and yeah, Deidre Miro, much like uh, the Cyril dude, is just doing her best to work her way up and earn her, earn her clout. And Cyril book just forms out of nowhere a full-on parasocial relationship with her who Clyburn? full-on parasocial cyril uh no, no 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 um oh cyril's in love with cyril her. cyril forms a, like th this is his uh amaranth Dijamiro is cyril i think cyril's i understand amaranth. that reference but i'm not 100 percent sure can you you've you you've never met you've never met me, but you said my name once on Twitch when I tipped you a hundred dollars. Uh, so now okay. I'm obsessed with you. I'm going to find where you okay. live. Um, oh, yeah, that kind so, of parasocial oh, okay. so uh, obsession. It's a, it's a it's a crush gone a little bit too far, but he's not that creepy. He's not he gone way too far. It's it's a yeah. very lonely person 
developing a crush and a parasocial relationship with someone who has never met them and deciding you are better for me than anyone I've ever actually talked to. She got him. She was like, you need to stop doing this. You need to stop finding Andor. He wants to impress her. I'm not justifying what he's saying, but he wants to impress her so he can be in his good graces. He has met her uh, like two or three times. He's just obsessed with her. Aggressively. I will say that. Yeah. Uh, and like anyone who has developed a parasocial relationship that turned into a huge crush that turned into something very unhealthy and one-sided, um, he full-on falls in love with her and will not take no for an answer. He holds her up on an insanely high pedestal because he sees parallels in what he wants to achieve and what she has achieved and wants to be that and wants to yep. be that with her. Uh, which again is very unhealthy. One thousand percent. It's 1000% unhealthy. I, I cannot reiterate this enough. This is a very unhealthy. This is a perfect example of a very unhealthy parasocial relationship. Um, so her investigation brings her to, uh, not Eldani. What's the fucking name of that planet? I'm, I'm scrolling down to it. Ferrix. Oh, oh um, yeah, yeah. Can we talk about Brasso? Where? Oh, Brasso's fucking great. Brasso's just this big, wholesome Hulk of a dude, uh, who wouldn't hurt a fly, you know, unless genuinely. It, unless but I mean this imperial. in the nicest way. I mean, I mean this in the nicest way possible. Genuinely, uncle that cares about his nieces and nephews. A friend yes. that actually cares about it. I would have said daddy, but y'all would have been creepy and made it weird. He's a right. genuine uncle that cares about his nieces and nephews. He cares about how everyone else... I try to be Brasso every day. Try to be Brasso every day. That's my yeah. mantra. He's a genuinely cool character. Um, unfortunately, Marva, uh, Cassian's adopted mom, passes, passes away. away. Um, but leaves a message. Leaves a message. Leaves a message. And because she was so uh, helpful, it, it, just a big figure in the community. And I think everyone has someone like this in their community that has just spent their whole lives helping the community around them. That their name just becomes synonymous with the community itself. Mm-hmm. Um. And so they put on this huge funeral for her. And the Imperials do not like that. Because no, they don't. They want it God, to happen so God they forbid handled. you do anything that, you know, the the Empire doesn't want. You do anything that resembles anything other than just peace and order. Like, no, we're not going to let you set aside the street for a funeral parade. Fuck you. Um, and then, um, all hell breaks loose, and yeah. um, I got I, I got a lovely meme that I need to share you. Um, so you remember the part where the fucking scum was like, "Open fire!" Right? You know, open fire, right? That scene. Um, somebody photoshopped a I Santa lost hat. You. Oh, there oh you did? Open fire! I got, I got you back. That scene. 
that scene yep when yep uh, somebody beard. photoshopped a santa hat on that guy and goes chestnuts chestnuts roasting on an open fire and i'm just like <laughs> that's great that's 100 percent amazing though um that's funny and then all hell breaks loose cyril saves uh his romantic entanglement that he wants to be with and i love how she's like would you expect me to to say thank you <laughs> what should i say thank you um they, they have a healthy relationship yeah totally uh and then basically andor breaks out gets gets binks away and then travels off and goes away but doesn't does bimo go with him or does bimo go with binks and uh barrow i think he i think he stays on ferrix bimo or no i think bimo goes goes with uh brasso yeah yeah Yeah, he goes with them um oh and by the way i love that i love that emo was all like are you gonna stay and brasso's like yeah i'll stay if you want and he's all like oh like yeah let's go and i'm like oh god why are we why are we all bimo why are we all bimo in real life we're all bimo in real life Oh, oh, buddy. We're all BMOs. Um, and then the rebellion is started because... Do you want to talk about Mon Mothma? Do you want to talk about her now? About how she basically tried to get funding from other people. They found out and did dirty work to find out that she's donating her own money. Her husband is gambling away their debts. The Empire knows it, wondering where all this money is being funneled into. And then her sister, turns out her sister was the one that helped, like, light the yep. candle. Yep, Eldani. Exactly. And then yep. she's like, okay, well, I need two other seats. What do you mean you need two other seats? Well, my friend and his, and his son. Why his son? Oh, because they want to they wanna marry my daughter. That's the old way. This is the new way. And then she's like, look. Can't everybody can't make choices. Some people have to do certain things so our family doesn't get caught. And it's just like, oh my god, it is it is literally, you cannot change politics. No matter how much you will and try, you cannot change politics. You cannot. Yep, it's awful. Yeah, it is. But yeah, um, and that is Andor. Uh, season one that's andor season one we are we are supposedly getting a season two within the next few years uh, we're gonna have to wait a minute for it i think it's coming in the out meantime, in 2024 filming for season two is starting i believe in january and it's gonna last about eight months yeah um we we are supposedly getting um more uh, Ahsoka, we're getting more Mandalorian, potentially book of Bo- potentially more Boba Fett. Who knows? Definitely more Bad Batch in the next year. So in terms of Star Wars content, we we'll, we're gonna be fine. We're gonna be busy. Yeah, we will. I like how many projects they have we going will. on, kind of in alternating patterns, to where we get a steady stream of releases every few months. Uh, Just and, enough to and hold or us over. Is some of the most fun Star Wars yet, in my opinion. Um, I put it on par with the first season of The Mandalorian. I'm with you, yeah. Like, it's amazing. 
It hasn't been it's really. It hasn't fun. been like Mandalorian. I'm not saying I'm not. Oh, Mandalorian season two sucked. I liked season two how they expanded upon a bu- upon a bunch of stuff, but it was also a bunch of side quests that I'm like, okay, I just want to get to the heart of the story. Just get to the heart of the story, and that's what season one of Mandalorian is, and that's how I feel about Andor. So we have a rating system here on Cinema Gems: and that full gem, an amazing movie; half gem, an alright movie; no gem, a horrible movie. But Maestro, how do you give that segue? Just kidding. How do you give your rating system of Andor Season 1? Whole gem, no doubt. Nice. Uh, I also agree. No hesitation, no doubt. Whole gem, I can't wait for more. I also agree whole gem as well. 100% whole gem. It was amazing. It was wonderful. It was great. And it was just interesting. And to see the inner workings of the Empire was even better. To see the bureaucracy... With people dealing with the bureaucracy. Yeah. I think that should be the tagline for season two. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um, but guys, uh, that is the show. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being here. And also, guys, just remember, if you want to check out other episodes by us, go to lowrainpictures.com. But also go to the Your 30 tab and give Marty and the Eric and Zerber also you know, some love because they're, they're way better than us. And also Kevin George, thank you for letting us use your music. But guys, just remember that we understand that things are going on in the world. Inflation could be happening, could be stopping, could be going down. We don't know. Things could be happening. Other websites can be taken down and other websites can be put in its place. Cryptocurrencies are being taken down. Countries are literally being demolished around us. Physically and, you know, things that are going on in Peru that where they have had like five different presidents in five different years. Things are happening and just it's okay to take a break for yourself. It's okay to breathe and it's okay to do what makes you happy. Do that for to to better your mental health. You cannot pour before we leave. Oh, always. Uh, before we leave, I want to give a big thanks and big hugs to all of our Swapper Jacks friends and family members. Um, and before we leave, I, I do want to um, recognize two of our friends that we lost this last week, uh, Eddie and Campbell, um, a.k.a. Bone Man and Mr. Aloha. Uh, I was going to do a yeah. separate two, a, two a separate one for incredible that one. dudes. We... And we can definitely come back to them later, but yeah. I big shout out to our amazing Swapper Jacks friends and family who are just doing their goddamn best, not just for themselves, but for each other and this big collective family. Uh yeah. Uh hol- holidays mean different things for different people, and for a lot of people they're a just epicenter of grief. So give people the space they need. You know. Uh, give, give gestures of goodwill where where you can, but make sure those gestures aren't so strong-handed that they come across as a, you have to participate in this forced joy with me. Because a lot of people who are going through some shit find that very uh, off-putting. Um, but yeah, that sorry, that was a little bit of a rant. It's okay. Because uh, it's been a little bit of a week. No, it's fine. I wanted to talk, discuss that, but I wanted to do... 
I want, literally wanted to do the world and the listeners that aren't a part of the Swapper Jacks family, which very few there are, and then actually talk about the Swapper Jacks family itself. Because, yeah. look, the holiday season is not only hard on people doing all things and uh, people passing and you dealing with that while you're also dealing with the public. Like, it's hard enough to deal with the public in general, but to deal with the public with grief that you can't process because of our medical system that doesn't actually work for free, that doesn't care about the mental health and and stasis of people. Yeah. It's okay. Um, Go ahead. Quick PSA for anyone listening who, uh, if, if you happen to not work somewhere in the service industry around the holiday season, please, I, I am absolutely begging you, please be extra kind to anyone you encounter working in the retail restaurant service tourism any of those industries uh just be extra kind to them uh especially restaurants because like don't be mean to the person who has the power to spit in your food it's just a bad idea in general uh whenever me and patron uh, be be extra kind to the people who help you out when, this year. whenever me and patron go to disney world or universal um I genuinely go out of my way to every uh, cast member I pass by. I legit tell them, have a good day. And they look at me like, oh, thank you. Because it's the little things that count the most. Yeah, not a lot of people actually think to stop what they're doing and thank the people around them. Exactly. So just remember, guys, that the holidays are upon us. And not only should you wish everyone a happy holidays to whatever you wish or whatever you care about, but just be extra nice to people because we're all trying to get through 2022 without anything else happening. I am tiptoeing my way to 2022. Tiptoeing. 23. Oh, yes. Sorry. Tiptoeing my way out of 2022. Sorry. Specify that. But There you go. But look. just remember guys that you're not going through anything alone everybody's going through something and everybody's going through something else and so you need to justify and make sure that you don't step on anyone's toes just remember to sell to tell people how you feel about them to talk to them to talk to them to let them know how you care in an appropriate matter guys that's all we got to say be kind to yourself so you can be kind to others. Exactly. We love y'all. All right, guys. So Thank all you have to listening. do is, yes, uh, wipe your hooves and see you later. But remember, black lives always matter, guys. Always. All right, guys. Happy Bye. holidays. See y'all next week.